that, you know, yeah, it makes you feel exp- like those everyday occurrences are just now like creepy. You know, there's something <laughs> looming in the background now. Yeah. And, and I, I really like that kind of laid back quality that it kind of has. I'm not sure if laid back's the right word, but like it, it it's a, it is yeah, a more subtle, um, kind of expression of what is happening here. Like there's no scene, for example, where Cole, um, you know, he looks over at a dead person and you know one's they, like, like chainsawing someone or there's yeah. like yeah there's, you know it's it's not like a well, they're ridiculous all like super subtle the only one that i can remember that's like really aggressive is the and it, but it's still sad it, it really carries like a sadness to it is the the wife in the that's you know opening all the cupboards and has the slit wrist because she says something like look what you did to me implying like the husband did that or whatever but even that yeah. she stays still stationary shows Cole her wounds and then he runs away and she doesn't like chase him or anything these ghosts are just kind of like in the space and he has to deal with them while they're in the space same thing that happens when he goes to the bathroom or he looks back and some kid goes into his room and he's like, hey, do you want to see my dad's gun? And then he turns around and his head is blown out from the back. It's all yeah, of these just exactly. like subtle, very creepy things that he kind of has to deal with. They're never, for the most part, I think, uh, like attacking him. Although you do have yeah, that they're, closet Yeah, they're never scene. in your face. Like, that's just it. Is you, can, you can tell that you know his idea of kind of like horror infiltrating the domestic, you can tell that he's a little bit inspired by something like The Exorcist. Um, and especially to the relationship between, you know, sort of like a a kid who's afflicted and the parent as well. Like you can tell that that's definitely a source of inspiration for him, but there's nothing as aggressive as like that possession sequence, like nothing at all. It's all very, um, uh, quiet. And I don't know, it has more of a, um, I think it's part of what he's going for, but instead Mm -hmm. of feeling like an extreme in your face horror experience, it feels like a more casual depression horror experience. Yeah, (laughs) because even the more uh, aggressive ghosts, because I just remembered this one, because he does get physically attacked one time, uh, and it's when the bullies put him in that closet that he he thinks he hears something kind of more aggressive and violent. And then when he's, but what is brilliant is that he, they don't show him inside at all. They just show him from the outside and you just see the door like being pushed by Cole because he wants out and you hear screaming and you kind of hear like a subtle other voice that's in there as well. So it's all these, just these like, uh, violent implica- implications that are happening within the, the closet door or whatever that thing was at the party. Yeah, I, I just I think that there's you know again this is we're, we're gonna probably repeat ourselves a lot because I think that this movie is quite simple honestly I think it, yeah, for the I, most I mean part. I think it, I, th- I think it's kind of brilliant in a way in yes. in that it is so simple and one one thing you know obviously we're gonna have to talk about it at some point like obviously the the the, the big twist that everybody knows is that you know uh, Bruce Willis you know it's it, it it's implied through the the very um, I think expert editing that they pull off oh in my this God, film. Yes. Um, but obviously he shot in the opening scene and it, you know, it cuts to however many months later and he's back and he's working with a kid and, you know, you get this basic story of, you know, the, the kid that he failed shot him and now he's going to get another shot of a kid who's experiencing a similar affliction that he's going to get to help and he's going to get some catharsis through that. And, you know, uh, the, the, the way that the editing kind of sets you up and it's really interesting on rewatches how much I find myself just inadvertently looking for it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I don't even mean to. I don't even care that much. I, but for yeah, every once yeah. in a while, I, I, I do kind of look. I'm like, yep. 
I'm I'm looking at the scenes where he's a ghost and he's uh, interacting with by the, the end wife. of the film and he's interacting with the wife or and he's interacting he with other he people and you're like how did he never know had like how did it never slip up that yeah. he didn't do it and and what's kind of interesting is you know you, you'll rack your brain thinking thinking about that and trying to go through that but I I think it was. Um, uh, friend of the pod, uh, Esther Rosenfield, who's come on a couple times in in her review of the film. I think she said something that was really smart, which was that um, it doesn't necessarily like you. You'll find yourself looking for it, but it doesn't necessarily matter because the way that Shyamalan is using the audience's understanding of the language of editing against yes. you. Yes, that 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 it's also being used against Malcolm, and that's why you have right. to. You know, so it, 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 it's imitating his experience of being a ghost and like, for example, suddenly appearing and disappearing in time. And not but knowing. That's, and, and not knowing. Because it, all the that's ghosts that we that, see do the same thing. Exactly. But that's something that we're so used to experiencing in film. Yeah. Like, for example, like when, you know, you have a cut from one location to another location and it's done well, normally your brain doesn't even register. You're like, oh, he he walked there. He drove there. He did something like your brain puts the tissue together. Right. And yep. so it's, it's, it's very interesting that in the writing of this film, you know, you need to have an understanding of editing to make that work. And that's, that's exactly what he's done It's yeah. like, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing weird about that happening, but you know, for, for him, essentially he's a ghost teleporting around. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's three <laughs> and, specific moments that really, that really get me and capture this. I think the first one is when it cuts just a hard cut to them in the living room. It's the mother and Bruce and they're not talking, but it appears like they were, it appears as if they've been in the living room and they've been discussing things, but they're just kind of silent right now waiting for Cole. And then when Cole comes in, she goes into the kitchen and it just feels like, Oh, okay. They could have been having a conversation, but they're not really interacting right now. And then the second one is uh, when he goes into the, uh, the restaurant and sees to like to talk to his, his fiance or wife. And, um, and he, when he sits down in the chair, you'll notice that the chair actually has already pulled out and it doesn't move or anything like that. And he never ends up touching mm. anything on the table or moving anything. So it's just these like really subtle things. And then the third one I found, I, I kind of just discovered this one when I watched it this time, but I found as the movie goes on and there's that little subplot with his wife and that guy that she's might be kind of falling for or whatever. And he's noticing, right. He gets further away from the house that they lived in as it goes. Like at first it shows him actually going inside and kind of like, you know, he touches the, the, the door handle to the basement. He does all that kind of stuff. And then as the film goes, yeah, which by the way,